Here's a message from Ken Lavica. 38 years ago, I was given life by Mama Lavica, and I appreciate that. Happy Mother's Day. This weekend, South Florida Sports gave me a rebirth. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Your teams aren't in the conference finals? Can't relate. So sorry. I'm just going to say this. If your teams aren't in the conference finals, I'll give you a pass. You might not want to listen today. We are laying it on thick. Want to know why? We are the kings of sports. The kings of sports. Not the Sacramento Kings. They're out. Not the LA Kings. Out. Uh-uh. South Florida, we run bleep. Sorry, Jason Tatum. This is our bleep. Stealing from Jimmy Butler yesterday. How shameless. Mm. Shameless. The Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers are in the conference finals. My God, what a weekend. My God, what a weekend. Giving me life. Giving me life. Giving us life collectively. Speaking of giving life, happy, again, belated Mother's Day to uh, all who partake yesterday uh my my wife uh i brought her to the beach i told stone friday i'm not a fan of the beach because everything in the ocean wants to kill you uh but after the the couple of weeks we've had and you know she's just a hell of a great mother uh that woman was going to the beach we went to the beach we hung out i brought her to her favorite peruvian restaurant in hollywood uh great meal she went and got a massage the whole thing successful mother's day i called joyce uh, up in Chicago, she's doing great. We were checking in on her. We went. Uh, she went to go see the uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Apparently, so good stuff. Great stuff for Mother's Day. What? What? Uh, how was How was your Mother's Day? And does Ashley get credit for being a mother? Your fiance for being a plant mom? Uh, no. Okay, I was gonna say no. We were gonna make fun of you. Yeah. But good. I'm glad that you passed that. Yeah, well, test. here's the real reason why she doesn't get credit for being a plant mom, which I wouldn't do either way. But uh, she about to get thrown on the plant. I was gonna say, I, I that sounded like a bus throw yeah. was coming. And and yeah, sure enough, the bus throw happens. She don't do a damn thing. <laughs> All she does is sit back and name them when they come through the door. She likes to name each one of our uh-huh. plants after celebrities' uh-huh. children. So that's her only role in the plants. I water them. Mm-hmm. I prune them. I care for them when there's a sickness. I heal them. I do it wow. all. I didn't realize that Theo was a one-man band plant daddy. I'm a single dad. I didn't see, <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. I love that. Streets, man. How, was, uh, how was Mother's Day, Stone? Good. Uh, just like you went to the beach. Enjoyed the sand. I love rolling around in the sand, contrary to you. Yeah, I love it's, getting it's too grainy. It gets rain. in holes. It's just incredibly uncomfortable. I actually got yelled at yesterday for, for chasing the dogs on all fours in the sand that we uh so a little different than you i can see that who yelled at you your mom (laughs) my mother (laughs) oh that's pretty good you're embarrassing us like like if anybody's watching you are chasing dogs around on all fours i mean mama labanowitz how long have you known your uh (laughs) how long have you known your son right uh of course he was embarrassing you uh with the entire family around (laughs) um so uh, yesterday we celebrated the women that all collectively gave us life, whether it was a card, a phone call, a meal, uh, some time away. We celebrated those wonderful human beings yesterday. Without them, without their biological making, their abilities, we're not here. I'm not here. Theo's not here. Stone's not here. But Friday night, Friday night had to have been as close to the feeling of being born, being brought into this world, uh, the glory of, of creation. Friday night had to have been the closest you can come as an adult to experiencing that when on the same night, because as we laid out last week, Wednesday, close out Wednesday, that was a big dud, big dud holiday. Uh, that'll never happen again. We're not scheduling to close out Wednesday uh, again. But you know what now is an annual holiday? 
Door Slam Friday. Door Slam Friday mm. because the Miami Heat slammed the damn door on the New York Knicks, much like Bam Adebayo was slamming the ball on the damn New York Knicks with just over a minute to go. Bam with the dagger on ESPN. One twelve to go. Butler trapped. Finds Vincent. Vincent on the attack. Adebayo. The slam. That is what the Eastern Conference Finals sounds like. That, Knicks fans, is how you put it away. That, Knicks fans, is how a team with championship DNA finds a way to get into the Eastern Conference Final. And Theo, that is the sound of a man in Bam Adebayo who has been invaluable, who has realized his postseason potential because he's a grown-ass man and he did nothing but beat up and absolutely clobber both Mitchell Robinson and Hartenstein in the same series. The same guys who bullied the Cleveland Cavaliers had that treatment wrought upon them from Bam Adebayo. What a damn series for the Heat. And that, finally finishing off the Knicks, and the most annoying fan base in the NBA. Finishing off the Knicks, that gave me life on Friday night. How could it not? How could it not give you life? That was like a, a great bow, especially after they weren't able to cut down the nets at MSG. I wish they would have got that feeling, but being able to do it at home, it, it felt almost as sweet. <sighs> and then, just an hour later, just an hour later in Toronto, and I have just started to dip my toe into hockey Twitter. And into Toronto (laughs) Maple Leafs Twitter, I'm going to make this declaration right now. It has been more satisfying seeing the tears, and today is going to be very petty. I'm warning you right now, today is going to be very petty because some of you deserve to be humbled, okay? Toronto Maple Leafs fans on social media, that entire fan base, some of the whiniest, most entitled, most cringeworthy, most embarrassing fans I in 38 years on God's green earth have ever encountered. You people are insufferable. So imagine my delight when an hour after the New York Knicks win, bye-bye. It was the Panthers delivering the end of the season to the heavily favored going into the best of seven second round series. Stanley Cup favorite Toronto Maple Leafs. It was time for them to head to Cancun. Cousins, give it to me on TNT. A couple of loose collide, and the Panthers have numbers up ice. Radford Lewis going to the net. Cousins, waits, drags, shoots, scores! Game winner! Series clincher! Oh. And the Panthers are moving on. Oh, boy. And then Cousins is there giving the Hulk Hogan signal to the crowd. Where are you? Where are you? Can't hear you. Matthew Kachuk after the game saying, we don't hear anymore. We want Florida, do we? That's the best part about this. The Panthers are petty. The petty Panthers, my God, they're my team. I adore them. Later, Bruins. Later, Maple Leafs. The Heat, later Knicks, later one seed Bucks people. I really hope you understand what's happening here. We in South Florida, and no Orlando, no Tampa, no Jacksonville, North Georgia, as I like to call it, once you're north of Vero Beach, you don't have any right to celebrate this in any way, shape, or form. You stick with your poverty nonsense teams here in South Florida. From Key West through Vero, we are the kings, the queens, the monarchs, the emperors, the czars of sports around the world. And if you don't like that, then I'm going to tell you right now, you can eat it. You can choke on it because we run this bleep. Friday night gave me life, and I'm not sure I've experienced anything like it in 18 years here as a resident of South Florida, a proud South Floridian. The Heat and the Panthers closing out the Knicks and the Maple Leafs on the same night. The Heat doing it in a Heat version of a gentleman's sweep. Heat in six. The Panthers doing it in the actual version of a gentleman's sweep. Panthers in five. That, my friends, gave me life. (laughs) Going back and looking at everything, 
It, it's the fan bases that I think we close the door on. Uh, that makes it so much sweeter. Farewell, losers. Because you look back, right? You're taking down the the greatest season we've ever seen in NHL Clowns. history in Boston, which we get another <laughs> chance. Oh my God! What if? What if the Heat do the same thing Man. the Panthers Come did? On. <laughs> Having a chance to take down these Boston Celtics again. Sports erection. Back to back title favorites in the same city. That's one thing. Then you you get an opportunity to to just. Close the door on New York City, and and Jimmy Butler owns oh. New York. I mean, that one's beautiful in I itself. I mean, did you see the Knicks fans pulling down the Julius Randle oh, poster outside of Madison yeah. Square Garden and Stop. stomping on it? What a bunch of losers you Stop. people are. <laughs> These are the same dopes who sat in front of cameras. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Yeah. Knicks in seven. Bing bong, bing bong. Jimmy Butler, don't you wish you were a nickel? Bleep the heat, bleep the heat, bleep the heat. And then you're reduced to tearing a poster of Julius Randle down and stomping at it and tearing at it because you're a bunch of clowns. And then we get the cherry on top. Oh, Canada! <laughs> we get the cherry on top in Canada, who oh, has not... America's hat. Who has... No, man. <laughs> That's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> who, who, who has not hoisted anything since God knows when, right? You, you've seen a team like Vegas get into their Western Conference Finals for the third time since they became... A damn team in 2017. Uh, hadn't been in the second round in 19 years, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're having watch parties outside of the stadium. And there was video, video of these of these these Toronto fans outside of Scotiabank Arena. And it shows the exact moment Cousin scored to end the series in Stone. I'll tell you what. I've watched that video 347 <laughs> times. The heartbreak, the tears, the self-consoling, mm. the consoling of others. My God, that gave me so much life. When you're watching that, first of all, the video is awesome. If you haven't seen it, please go find it. It's not hard to find it. But the looks on their faces and, and some of these, oh, some, the some, heartbreak. Of the, some of the eye contact that they make to each other. It's like, oh, what are, man. Why, why are we standing Just here? despair. Like, like, what are despair, we doing Despair, what do we do? What, why are we here? Apparently, too, I read an account. Uh, there was a journalist on site. Apparently, they cut all the televisions. They cut the music, and everybody just cleared out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Not even a good night. You know, off to the streets of Toronto with you. The Heat and the Panthers on Friday night. Like, my wife and I woke up Saturday morning, and we looked at each other. And we were like, was that one of the most electric things that we've ever experienced as a couple together? I mean, trust me, like daddy's daddy's brought it. Come before, on, huh? right? Come on. But this was this was electric, man. Yeah. Like this was big time. We've brought children into this world, right? Um, but man, we woke up and it was a different feeling. It's like, my God, did that just happen within an hour of one another? The Heat beat the Knicks. The Panthers beat the Maple Leafs and the series, go to the conference finals, and it gave us a weekend. Guys, I'm telling you, I can't remember the last time that I've gone through a weekend of no sports stress at all. I didn't have a care in the world. Mm. I saw Scott Foster was the crew chief for the (laughs) Celtics 76ers game. And I felt nothing because we already slayed that dragon. That man must be stopped, by the way. He was stopped oh, he on is, Friday. He is. He was finally yeah. put in his tracks. How about new Dolphin savior Jalen Ramsey sitting courtside yes. filming himself warning Scott <laughs> Foster not to pull that bull blade. That was hilarious. Jalen I mean, Ramsey, is, he's one of my favorites. I'm telling you, everything's coming up South Florida. And here's so, so it was a worryless weekend from a sports standpoint. I was able to mow the grass. I just bought a new edger. That thing worked to perfection. Wow. Everything's coming up, Ken. And then <laughs> and then yesterday, went to the beach. Didn't encounter a shark in the water. You know what I encountered? A sea turtle. It was magical. It was like wow. Moana. I mean, my God, what a damn weekend I had. And it all started because I had no sports stress. That hasn't happened since God knows when, Theo. Because, you know... I came right off of the NCAA tournament, FAU yeah. Final Four, right into this postseason, right into worrying about the heat. Then they start winning. Panthers start winning. Then there's stress. Yeah. There's anxiety. This weekend, the sun came up, and I said, this must be what it feels like to be reborn. What in sports gave you life over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Now, there's two ways that you can answer this. You can A, answer it as, hey, my team's won, or this individual performed well, I'm feeling good, I feel like I've been given life, or you can take the petty approach. 
And that we welcome on this show as well. This is the Pettiest Ham Radio Show. You're going to find. You can. You're allowed. Because we're those types of people. You can wallow in other people's misfortune. Me, I'm sort of dabbling in both. Heat, Panthers, my teams. On to the conference finals, but also <laughs> Knicks fans, Maple Leafs fans, I am bathing in your sadness. Mm. What in sports gave you life over the weekend? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. Theo, what gave you life over the weekend? You know, what's funny about this world, this, uh, this tricky world we live in, is that sometimes death brings life right Mm -hmm. when it's the natural order of things come on it's we're recycling into each other as we die we become fertilizer for the ground that arises Mm -hmm. new life out of out of things and and i gotta be honest man all of that Knicks fandom the bing bong in the julius randall jalen brunson josh hart he's the next john starts all of that hey josh 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 I haven't seen Josh Hart since game one. Where did he go? Well, By the way, he, congratulations on the birth yeah, of his, yeah, his he's got twins. twins. But he's from a twins. basketball standpoint, Josh, where did you go, man? Yeah, he did his job. He hurt he hurt Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you're right. Job. He did yeah. do his job. To Floppy, see, flippity flopper. Just to just to to derail all of the in, in the Knicks fans, especially after game five, they really started oh. feeling themselves oh. yet again. Do we have Stephen A. Smith, by the way, from the pregame of games uh, right before game oh six? Oh my goodness. Do we, we have that? We definitely have it. Stand let by. Let me know. Let me know when you have it. Yeah. Sorry, Theo. I just yeah, want to yeah. make sure because that plays into what you're talking about. There was an irrational confidence that that the Knicks were gonna win. Game six and bring it to a game seven. And Scott Foster tried at the end. He tried. Don't forget the flagrant one that they pulled yeah. out of their asses and yeah. all that. They tried at the end to give the Knicks that four-point possession, and, and that's what made it all so much sweeter. For me as a sports fan, it's not just about the wins. It's not just about uh, the championship parades. It's not just about celebrating in victory. It's also about watching your opponent fight for its life, watching your opponent really believe they have a chance and get all antsy and get pumped up and start mm-hmm. tweeting mm-hmm. and start retweeting, quote tweeting old tweets, acting like they're back now. And then for it to all get just swept right from under them. I loved it. I loved every second of it to the Knicks fans, to the uh, analysts out there who had the Knicks winning, yeah. to the uh, ESPN West Palm radio host who predicted the Heat would lose as well, uh, jo- Josh Cohen. Oh, yeah, And then bet. deleted that tweet. Bet. Did he delete it? And then deleted that it? tweet. Did he really delete he, it? You he, called he, it. He deleted the tweet. And then deleted that tweet. It's, it is just no so way. satisfying. <clears throat> listen, listen. So he deleted the tweet. And, <laughs> what? And, and then after he deleted the tweet. Yes, he tried and, 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 and was called out for it. He tried to What he did was said, I did it on purpose because I wanted Theo and Stone, the rookies, to turn it into a radio bit. What a missed opportunity. No, sir, you deleted the tweet that Theo Dorsey <laughs> said you were going to delete. You picked the Knicks. You said they were going back to MSG in Game 7. They didn't do that. You hedged. You're the verbal hedge master. He deleted the tweet! Oh, my God. He's the most so, hedgiest hedge oh, man. person of all I've never time. seen anything like it. Hey, we love Josh. We love Josh. This isn't us ripping Josh. Yeah. However, he tweeted after Game 5, yes. uh, the Heat missed their best opportunity to close out the series or something along those lines. They will lose Game 6. There will be a Game 7 in Madison Square Garden. Bet! <laughs> he did say bet. He did In say all bet. capital letters, bet! I retweeted it, LOL. Theo immediately called him out because yes. Josh did the same thing in the NCAA tournament when Tennessee led FAU at the half. Say, oh, FAU's getting bullied. Uh, the road ends here. Tough. And then he ended up deleting the tweet yes. after FAU came back and won. Theo called out Josh after game five <laughs> after the Heat Knicks tweet and said, you're just going to delete this tweet anyway. You're going to delete this tweet anyway. What happened? The man deleted the tweet. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's what makes it all that more satisfying. Like it's it's these things because we already know how the book ends on the Knicks because we've done this all my life. I've been here right. three decades now, coming up on three decades. Right. My whole life, I know how the Knicks story ends. All right, I've watched this Marvel movie. Like Patrick Ewing <laughs> couldn't do it. John Starks couldn't yeah. do it. What makes you think R.J. Barrett's going to do it? R.J. Barrett, and, 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 and uh, no disrespect to Jalen Brunson, that dude there oh, yeah, he's real. Is, he's but a guy. I, I want to I make it abundantly clear, though. You don't have to, as a Heat fan, like, qualify everything with, oh, Jalen Brunson's a dude. You no, just we look, know that. He's you, very, very good. You gain so much. It, it, just, it sucks because he's on a team of clowns, right? He's on a, <laughs> a, a fan base. He's supported by a fan base of clowns. So it's like when you see them propping like up Jalen Brunson. They don't deserve him. Exactly. It's like... It almost takes away from it. Then you watch him in a six-game hard-fought series against a defense that was trapping him, 
just trying to force the ball out of his hands, and somehow he still ends up with 40. Like, the dude is a baller. All that said. And with that, and, and with that said, <laughs> that concludes any discussion of yes. Jalen Brunson on today's edition yes, of Kevin yes. Vick Alive. No more Jalen Brunson love. Let's flip it back to how hilarious it is for Knicks fans. <laughs> and again, ESPN West Palm radio host that you might hear from 4 to 6 here weekly. Bruh. Uh, betting that the Knicks would beat the Heat. He also still owes me like $50 from a Super Bowl bet, but I'm not going to get into that. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, it'll that. come eventually. <sighs> yeah. um, but, but I just this, like bringing it up. This also, too, like speaking about how satisfying it is for the Heat to knock off the Knicks, part of that is that, and, and this is serious for a second, ESPN shamed itself. Oh. Shamed itself over the last two weeks. Whether it's Stephen A. Smith, his openly rooting, his orange and blue skies, his stupid nonsense. Or like the Monica McNutts of the world who, when you can't explain why the Heat X's and O's are beating the Knicks and up three games to one, you're just going to fall back on making fun of the crowd. Uh, The cheap pot shots, the zero references or analysis of the Heat in halftime shows, pregame shows, postgame shows, all of, 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 of that absurd, completely biased, unbecoming national television approach, that to me is why it feels so satisfying as well. And unfortunately, some Knicks fans, like you're rational, I get it, but you're getting caught up in this crossfire. I'm sorry. It has to happen because ESPN, and man, I love the product, and I believe in the product, and those four letters hold more power than anything in sports media, but that that drivel, that absolute dreck over the last two weeks on the ESPN family of networks, including ABC, was so wildly unacceptable and so wildly offensive to Heat fans and so disrespectful to South Florida fans, I don't even know where to truly begin because that was punk stuff. I love it. I, I think it's an underrated point. I, and because now that they're advancing, right, they're going to feel like they're giving the Heat their shine. Well, but then it, now it's about to be Jason Tatum SPN. Of, of course it will. But, you know, an opportunity they had to, to hoist some of these Heat players up, to build and, and create their own narratives, right? You have an NBA champion in Kyle Lowry coming off the bench for these guys, like to hype guys up like Max Struess. Talk about what Kevin Love's able to do. Nope, none of that. We're going to talk Knicks, Knicks, Knicks till they get bouncing out. Celtics, Celtics, Celtics. The weather outside of a state of the art <laughs> modern day arena for why the Knicks were playing poorly, not once, but twice. I said. They, let me repeat that one more time ESPN, worldwide leader, ABC, network television in America had not one, but two personalities. One, who's the face of the network, who blamed the weather in South Florida. Not the conditions in the arena, but the weather for why the Knicks weren't shooting well in air conditioning. That's all you need to know about why it feels so good, other than the history of the Heat and Knicks, why it feels so good that the Heat did what they did, because ESPN, the vessel in which the most people get their sports information analysis and have their thought most molded by completely embarrassed itself for two weeks. Yeah. Completely. And it's, I, I want to try to like, at, some, at one point it felt like maybe ESPN was doing it because they knew that they were running out of time to parade the Knicks and the feed off of the New York maybe. energy. And stuff. I thought it was a bit for a second. It felt like it. It felt, especially ahead of game six, like the stuff that we did see ahead of game six in the pregame show. I know you had your TV on mute, most likely, Ken, and you might, might have saw the tweets afterwards. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I saw Stephen A. Smith give a mock, <laughs> a, 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 a mock locker room speech. speech. An idea they stole from the NFL network. Michael Irvin did that before the Cowboys uh, playoff game this year. Nothing about it's original. Yeah. It just Nothing is, about it's original. It just is a. Uh, it is a, it's almost like they're, they're a mockery of themselves sometimes when they do these things. But again, I felt like maybe they just were having their last little bit of fun before they knew the Knicks would be bounced. So, like, I'll, get, I'll chalk it up to that. Plus, isn't the uh, Eastern Conference Finals TNT? I believe, uh, we, I believe Eastern Conference Finals got TNT, right? Uh, no. no. Uh, the Eastern Conference Finals are ESPN. I actually, I let, me, West got let me read this. Let me read this. This is from Barry Jackson. Oh, per man. source. ESPN taking NHL Western Conference Finals. TNT getting the Panthers in Carolina. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
Uh, no, oh. no, no, TNT, meaning Panthers and Heat will play alternating nights on TNT. Yeah. There shouldn't be any Panthers-Heat conflict. Yeah, all right, they're yeah, TNT. Yeah, so we're TNT, yeah, that's the good thing. So at least we have so that. So Kevin Harlan, you get Kevin Harlan, you get Reggie. Yeah, and we get to bask in also the halftime show versus, you right. know, what we're getting on the, on the other end. So good luck for the Western Conference Finals. That's your, you'll be watching that. I mean, 100% yeah. I will. What <laughs> uh, in sports gave you life over the weekend? I am so full of life. I am invigorated. I have the sports version of Viagra. I have a sports rection right now. <laughs> what, in, what in sports right. gave you life over the Calm weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. I better trademark that because I think sports rection, I think it's going to catch on. Well, the thing about it is it's been like more than 40 hours. You should call I know. I didn't call a doctor. I was I know. trying to remember the quote or the phrase. Is that what it is? I don't know if it's 40. It's less than 40. It's like six hours, it, I think. I, I forgot how, how it goes. I wanted yeah, to call Actually, it. How, how long, long after taking Viagra and it's still working? Yeah. Should you call a doctor? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. My, my sports Viagra, yeah, I have a little Jimmy. You have a little Spo. Mm. You have a little Struess. A lot of Bam. Uh, a little Kachuk Cousins. Uh, maybe uh, a little Bobrovsky. And uh, mix it together. Sports erection. 40 hours. I'm going to guess those are Panthers players you started Yes, they Because yeah. they could have also been, you know, the eighth man on the bench for the Heat, and I wouldn't have blinked an eye, you know, like. Haywood Highsmith. You know, it could have been that, No, too. no, don't. I, hey, I want to keep this sports direction. <laughs> 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. Let's go to the phones. What gave you life over the weekend? What in sports gave you life over the weekend? 888-760-3776. Segway Sean in Palm Beach Gardens. Kicks us off here on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Sean. Jimmy Butler, don't yes. you wish you came to the Knicks? Woo! Oh, baby. So, the, amount, the amount of fandom, excitement, jubilation, and also, ha-ha, we won you lots. Things, all, the number of things that happened in the second that was the Jalen Brunson intercepted pass down low, I cannot even begin to tell you. It was like, it was like life paused, yeah. and I was able to bask in joy in all of those moments to Stephen A's. The, the Jalen Rose moments, everything kind of uh, encapsulated and came to fruition at one moment down low, and it was incredibly <laughs> awesome. And yes, uh, you know, retractions are good is a, yeah. is a good phrase. Yeah. I cannot tell you the amount of productivity and and presence I showed as a husband and father in oh. the whole weekend. Just sure. because of the wind. We had the same weekend. Like there was no distractions. I had no distractions. It was I, I felt like I felt like I loved my kids a little bit more. I appreciated my wife uh, as a partner and a mother a little bit more. The sun seemed a little bit brighter. My outlook on the world seemed a little bit more positive. The whole thing, the whole gamut of emotions and appreciate the call, Sean. Like that. It made the weekend that Friday night glorious because it also and and he mentioned the uh, the Jalen Brunson turnover uh, that really kind of iced things away. Gabe Vincent was so massive on that play. He got underneath and he was mucking up traffic, forcing Brunson to force that pass. I know we were mad at Gabe Vincent for throwing a right hook previously at Jalen Brunson and uh, and and giving the Knicks a chance late in that game, being called for the flagrant one, and Gabe, like, what are you doing, dude? Like, why? Yeah. Why? When you're trying to rip through a screen, and I know that Jalen Brunson likes to get his flat face in there, because he doesn't care. The face is already flat. He doesn't yeah. care. He's just going to lean into you. Um, but you can't, you can't rip high, because that's going to happen. Yeah. And you caught him on the chin, and that was a flagrant one. Like, yeah. that was a flag. That was stupid. That was. was really, really stupid as you're trying to receive an inbound to do that. So we were mad at Gabe. But then that defensive play iced it away. That was a great recovery from Gabe. Yeah, it, that's the thing about this Heat team. They kept making – like, when it did – when the four-point swing happened, I'm like, oh, my God, is this happening? Like, are we really about to it, do this? At 92 all. And then the Knicks get yeah. the ball back yeah. and have a chance to take the lead. And, and Jalen Brunson has the ball in his hands, and you just know it's going to go wrong. And then for it to all go right, that's again, that's what makes it great. Like it had some drama at the end too. But they, they, Jalen Brunson, obviously mid range master the entire series. What do the Heat do on the possession where he can give the Knicks the lead? They force him to the block, they force him to the baseline, and they flash a double at him. And then he has yeah. to make a split second decision. He doesn't trust Josh Hart at the top of the key to no. airball the three. So he's got to try and force it in the paint. Turnover, Heat win. Josh, I mean, that's just so good. Josh was calling for the ball, so he wanted that. I'm like, 
I know you had your well, kids. Well, Josh, I'd like to get a chance at an open three in an NBA game, too, and I have about the same success rate as you do. Okay? It was ugly. I mean, super ugly. I, I don't know if in a single playoff I've ever seen someone airball more threes than Josh Hart did. Uh, what in sports gave you life over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, apparently, Stephen A. Smith is the new GM of the New York Knicks because he made a very specific request over the weekend, a very specific request over the weekend. We're going to hear about that. Uh, the the pregame, we have to now, since we talked about it, we have to hear Stephen A's pregame speech oh, yeah. to the Knicks prior to game six as well because it is just pure abject silliness. What in sports gave you life over the weekend? The Knicks being downed by the Heat and the Panthers downing the Toronto Maple Leafs in a matter of an hour, gave me so much life. For Theo, it was taking down Knicks fans, getting rid of the Knicks fan base for yet another long offseason. That gave him life over the weekend. After we celebrated the women who gave us life yesterday, we celebrate what in sports gave us life over the weekend today. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter open at KLV1063. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. He's Theodore C. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. So this is what it's like to feel reborn. Oh, man. Friday night. The Heat and the Panthers within an hour of one another, ending the Knicks season and ending the Maple Leaf season. Oof. It doesn't get much better than that. Mm. I mean, think about it. FAU Final Four, Miami Final Four, Heat Final Four, Panthers Final Four. Just win, man. Just win. But you show up to games late. Traffic. Not real fans. Shut up. You can't say anything to us right now. I don't care if there's there's five people at game three of the Eastern Conference Finals. You can't say a damn thing to us right now. You can't. By law. Yeah. You can't. We Hayden, own this. Hating from outside the club, man. Uh-huh, that's right. That's exactly what you, it is. You can't even get in. Yeah, you can't even get in. You don't have your ID. You didn't bring the proper amount of ladies with you. You can't oh. even get in the club. With those shoes? Yeah. We, yeah. With those? Yeah. So... Head on home, punk ass. <laughs> what in sports gave you life over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776 in West Palm. It's Julian on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Julian? Julian. Yeah, I guess that, that's Joey, not Julian. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. It's okay. I'm a Knicks fan. And uh, I was feeling down, depressed, listening to you guys bash. Until I remember, in New York, we're not one-trick ponies. Yankees got 26 World Series. Marlins got two. The Giants got four Super Bowls. Dolphins got mm. two. Okay. So that's what gave me mine. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. You're <laughs> oh, going outside. What was that? The Yankees, the Yankees. Hold on. Sir, sir, I'm old enough to remember 2009. Hold on. Hold on. What was that? (laughs) First of all, what was that? (laughs) Second of all, you... What was his actual name? I just sort of... It was Joey. Oh, Joey. But I picked up Julian over the phones. Apologies. (laughs) But... but, The Yankees are living in the basement right now. (laughs) The Yankees just got beaten series by the Rays. Of course they did. The Yankees is the first name you bring up. Mm, mm, mm. That yeah, one tastes great. Up. This one tastes great. You know, you know who used to be. <laughs> you know who used to be the top civilization on the planet. Rome. Mm. 
Mm. Want to know what that is now? Just a city. Just a city doesn't own anything. Yeah, it's just a, it's, it, you know, you know what used to be the, uh, the, the top imperial nation in the world? Britain. Now, their king and queen, they don't do crap. Come on, 1776, baby. Yeah. So don't give me that, ah, uh, we're not a one-trick pony. By the way, that saying used to be used a lot, used to be the king of sayings. No more. Times change, kid. Holy hell, Joey. Times change. We're the king. You know what gives us <laughs> life? Phone calls like that. <laughs> that. I'm not gonna lie. As soon as I heard where Joey was going, it moved. <laughs> I knew because I knew I knew what was coming our way. Hey, uh, can we? Uh, speaking of tingly times in the sports nether regions, can we hear Stephen A. Smith and his pep talk to the Knicks uh, prior to Game Six? Here's uh, this is uh, again on your worldwide leader ESPN. Uh, this is uh, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, as he was giving the Knicks a pep talk to go grab game six. Stephen A., the Knicks are watching tonight in the locker room. What is your message to your team? They think you're dead. I think you're dead sometimes. But I choose to believe because it ain't over until it's over. History says the Miami Heat up 3-1 in the postseason, 14 in all time. History says... The New York Knicks down 3-1 in the postseason. 0-14 all time. This is not just a chance to change history. It's a chance to make history. What you gonna do? This orange and blue. This is time. All you need is one game. All you need is four eight meters. All your soul, all your blood, all your effort. One game. One game. That's all to get him back to the garden. How much do you want it? How much do you need it? You worked hard all year long. You know what Tom Thibodeau put you through? You know the effort, the, the way he tortured you, had you running suicide? What was that for? To go home from South Beach? No! 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 This is the time. This is the time right here. <laughs> Stephen A., a tour of the force. Okay. Uh, Theo. Can I interest you in hearing Stephen A. after the Game 6 loss to the Heat? I would love to. Um, just, just maybe, maybe, maybe this is going to be one of the more satisfying things that you're going to hear because he went from that, from a pep talk. Come on, Knicks. As Greeny said, a tour de force. Mm. Let's, uh, let's fast forward three hours. What happened, Stephen A? RJ Barrett is going to be a long offseason. You are absolutely pathetic. One attempt from the field in 32 minutes, all you could score was one basket. You got to really look yourself in the mirror and uh-huh. work on your game, young man. What about Julius Randle? Julius Randle, I am done with this. Ah! I'm calling for the New York Knicks to trade him. You're not going to win with him. His body language, the second his shot is not falling, he's defeated, and it has contagious effect. It's like a virus mm. that hits everybody, no pun intended, considering the oh. times we live in it. Julius you thought, uh-oh, canceled. The answer. Trade him. He needs to go <laughs> because every postseason, this is what he does. It's only been and two. That's the way that it is. He's only been in two postseasons. field goals by Jalen Brunson. The entire rest of the Knicks, all of the eight players who played, 13 field goals. An absolutely pathetic offensive performance and the New York Knicks season is over. Julius Randle is not the answer. Trade for Damian Lillard or Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns. Find a way. He needs to go. If you can play McBride and Grimes. Uh-huh. He asked for Cat. He asked for Cat. You know you are in a bind when you're asking for Carl Anthony I'm Towns. I'm sure Carl Anthony Towns will handle New York just fine. Oh, oh, man. I'm sure he'll have no problem with the with the spotlight in New York. Speaking of built for it, I mean, <laughs> Cat. He's Cat tough. Oh, God. It's so good. Good. How quickly would Knicks fans turn on Carl Anthony Towns? Like at Game the introductory one? press conference? <laughs> like, Game one? Say a couple weeks into the season. Yeah, it was no no no. A couple weeks into the regular season, that's when Cat shines. He's doing great. He's right. 30 and 12. Once December hits, though. Yeah. Not yeah, good. Yeah. Uh Jeremy tweets in, by the way, uh for Viagra, it's four hours or longer. Call a doctor. Okay. So mm. my sports rection has been going 40 hours. I might need some help. Yeah, you are beyond. Uh, the Heat winning made my soul happy, but those Panthers winning made my soul catch fire. 
What gave you life in sports over the weekend? 888-760-3776 in Lake Worth. It's where we find Kevin on Ken LeVick Alive. Hi, Kev. How are we doing, fellas? Good, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to – you guys have done a great job with the Knicks, and I don't want to send Joey into a more down-world spiral than he already is. Hey, we got the uh, Giants. But I will – the one thing I always tell people when they say, oh, you guys show up late, I'd rather show up late than leave early, okay? Oh, mm. yeah. Ooh. So, so, but I got to touch on what really made me happy over the weekend. We've been hearing about this certain franchise for about 10 years, whether it was trust the process or they're a good up-and-coming team or they're one of the best teams in the East and, uh, and perennial contenders. The Philadelphia 76ers haven't done a damn thing nope. in 15 years, yet we have to keep hearing about how good they are. While the Miami Heat are going to their seventh Eastern Conference Finals, they didn't have to do a trust the process. They didn't have to break everything down and rebuild, and they didn't have to go towards players like James Harden to try to make them better. They are a proven winning team, while we always have to hear about Philadelphia every single day. And I'm so happy that some of the most overrated players and coaches, because Doc Rivers is one of the most overrated coaches in the NBA, go down looking like with no life. No life whatsoever. Harden throwing up bricks and B getting shut down. Doc Rivers just putting his hands on his knees and just looking dumbfounded the entire Game 7. It was so sweet to see. That is extremely well said. There is so much to unpack with the 76ers as well. By the way, your MVP, Joel Embiid, 5 of 18 in an elimination game and damn near 30-point loss. It uh, It's... It's tough. It's tough for him right now. He's really good. He's still elite. I mean, are we, are we not out on Joel Embiid, He's are we? phenomenal. Ken's totally phenomenal. out. I'm phenomenal? Not, Ken's I'm out. out. I'm not, not out on Joel Embiid. I'm not out on Joel Embiid. He, he can't be. You're not allowed to be. Ken is, though. He is. I've been out on Joel Embiid. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough in the postseason for uh, for his game. I didn't get the ball in the team. final five minutes. I didn't Go get it, man. You're the MVP, bro. I know. I mean, game six. Oh, I didn't get the ball in the final five minutes. Didn't get the ball in the final five minutes. Well, buddy, march your big old seven-foot backside out to the perimeter and demand the ball and figure it out. Or go get position down there Do on it. the block. And Something. Do, Something. Yeah. But all he I know, harder. he got, I, I mean, <laughs> he, he got harder. manned. Good. You know he could, Stone. <laughs> he got he manned by a basketball grandpa. Over and over and over again in this series. He does that to everybody. Al Horford does that on a regular basis. But you're the MVP. I know. You're the MVP. I know. James Harden, nine points. Nine. Now that's the guy. We know who he was. Stone got fooled. Stone saw game one and thought he Stone and I got in an expletive-laden shouting match after game one in this studio before a show because he said, Stone said, I said, there's no way he even approaches 45 points like he had in game one. And Stone said, why not? Why not? He did approach it. He did in game four. Listen, if if James Harden wasn't on the court, the Sixers would have gotten swept Faster than we could have even imagined. In game seven, he was a net negative, though. So yeah, yeah. if he wasn't on the court, I think the Sixers would have uh, would have maybe fared a little better, you would say. Oh, but we're ducking the Joel Embiid going 5 of 18 in the same game oh, seven. We're not, not allowed it. to do that. I'm not ducking Joel it. was also like seeing doubles every time he touched the ball. So many different looks. The defense was like designed to stop Joel Embiid, whereas James Harden was just flopping around, throwing the ball up at the rim. He was... It wasn't basketball well, James Harden was when, when you're When you're Joel Embiid and you're 5 of 18, uh, you're flopping around throwing the ball at the rim, too. <laughs> what does Jokic do every night trying to face these doubles getting thrown at him? Yeah, and he's like leaning he's on him and stuff. He's a, he's a different level passer. But it's he's a almost like that Joel Embiid isn't. It's, it's almost like he should have won the MVP. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the MVP, Ooh, are oh, we? Jokic? Yeah. Well, I mean, also, you got the defensive side of the ball with Embiid. And he is dominant when the team isn't able to just do what the Celtics did and just, like, focus the whole squad on him and have elite defenders like Robert Williams and Al Horford and Marcus Smart on you. Like, it's different. Uh, you saw Marcus Smart bail this man out. Nobody's ever thrown defenses at Joel Embiid before. You know who Joel Embiid was? Joel Embiid. Oh, my God. I'm not out on Embiid. That one means you have to go to a break. <laughs> uh, what in sports gave you life over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And if you're scoring at home, Doc Rivers now 0 for his last 11 in an opportunity to win a game to go to the conference finals. That is O of his last 11. Crazy.
That is wild. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. I can't win alone. Yeah, and James, we just can't win alone. You know, that's why basketball is playing five and five. So, you know, we just need everybody to just, you know. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Joel Embiid say, hey, James Harden and I can't do this alone. We need all five guys. It's five on five basketball for a reason. We need everybody to get better. Now, that caught a lot of flack, as you can imagine, because Joel Embiid, again, 5 of 18. Joel Embiid. Uh, it took off on the social media sphere. How could Joel Embiid say something like that when he was a no-show in Game 7? He had another game in the series where he was one of seven, three blocks against him in a series, and in overtime, he did not play like an MVP. He got shut down. Al Horford owned him, but... I actually am going to defend Joel Embiid. I know it's the shocker of the day. Mm. Let's listen to the full contextual quote from Joel Embiid after the game last night. Here's Joel Embiid when asked specifically about James Harden and his future with the 76ers. Um, we got the chance to win, but you know it's going to take you know more than us. Um, we all got to look at ourselves. Um, I, I got to be better, and I will be better. Uh, that's what I'm focused on. Um, you know, all of us, uh, we got to, you know, come back and uh, find ways uh, to just keep improving and, you know, help the team. Um, you can't win alone. Um, I can't win alone. I can't. Me and James, we just can't win alone. You know, that's why basketball is played 5-on-5. Five five. So, you know, we just need everybody to just, you know, try to keep finding ways to get better, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. It's, it's a nothing quote. Like, there's no controversy there. It's, it's not that... It's not that big of a quote because they were asking about next year yeah. and about what not just what happened in Game 7. Right. Again, with, with Joel Embiid, I mean, he's no stranger to throwing people under the bus. <laughs> and that reputation preceded him when people saw the small excerpt of the quote where I can't win it by myself. James and I can't win it by ourselves. But he's talking about just the, the franchise as a collective yeah. there. It comes out clunky, but I think it's fine. There's nothing there. It, it's, it's semi-fine. It also... Uh, Let's not say he has a reputation for throwing people under the bus. He has a reputation for throwing one certain individual under the bus. And at this point, I think we can all say that he that guy might have deserved to be under that bus. Ben Simmons? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, at that point, imagine if you're Joel Embiid, you have to spend three, four seasons with that dude who doesn't want to yeah, play basketball. But also, this is the same Joel Embiid after game six, whining, right. complaining about right. how uh, he didn't get the ball in the final yeah. five minutes. But again, dude, you're the MVP, okay? I know the focal point is on you. The focal point was on Jalen Brunson all series. What did he do? Just kept going off. The focal point was on Jimmy Butler. Smart, what did he do? No. Scored 56. And B can't take the ball up the court. He's right about the fact that the then veteran develop guards. Your game, brother. Develop well, you, your game, man. You're right. But get the he's 7-1. All right, he's not bringing the ball up the court. Get, get the ball to Embiid, too. Like, I mean, we can put some of the onus on Maxie and Harden. I mean, Bam's 6-10, 6-11. He's bringing the ball up the floor. It's not Embiid's game. Why can't why can't Embiid why can't it be part of his game? It can't be part. And, of his game. And, Does he and fall over too the, much? The last thing you yes. want to put on tape is that us as a defense. Now I'm talking about an opposing team. We can allow this guy to not get the ball by doing what Boston did in Game Six. Like so so I mean we can't defend him in that sense. Like you have to develop and expand the bag because if people are watching that Game Six tape, they're like, all right, this is all we got to do to not let this guy get the ball. I, yes and no. People don't have the personnel that Boston has either, though. Like they've got great. Yeah. Personnel for denying, like they got these rangy wings with these long arms and Tatum and Brown. You got Marcus Smart, one of the most tenacious perimeter defenders. And then down low, you got Horford and Robert Williams. Like that's tough. That's tough. It is tough. It is tough. I do that to him. I will say, Ken, though, when I woke up this morning and when I did see that quote from Joel Embiid, I thought, oh no. Oh, it's on. No. Don't then, let Ken see this. Don't let Ken see this. <laughs> but then there was, but but I I know that there was a lot more because right. I I could not believe that he would have said something. <laughs> Neither like that. could I. It's I was like, there's gotta yeah. be there's gotta be more to it, and then there there right. was more to it. Yeah, the Heat are gonna have problems, especially without Tyler Hero uh, with the Celtics team. Oh. Uh, scoring's Scoring gonna be difficult, oh. but. You've got to you've got to take advantage of when Jason Tatum goes into these weird lulls where he doesn't do anything. Like the fifty-one was great yesterday, but it doesn't 
change the fact that Jason Tatum went through two to three different instances of doing nothing for his basketball team in that six-year series. And Philly did not. uh, They didn't take advantage of it. This is going to be wildly difficult. But I'll say this, too, with the Heat. Anything that they do in this series, uh, it is... It's all it's all gravy. It's uh, house money. I feel great. I feel great. I mean, what a run! It's you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But but I, but I expect I expect with the Heat now. Like this is the Heat. They they can do things. But like they this. can win. Like they are yeah. the underdogs in this series. But they can win. But they can't. You know what? It's oddly, and I don't even want to. In hindsight, I don't want to bring this up because I feel like FAU was the better team. But again, the Heat just made the Final Four. They're the underdogs against the Celtics, and even making the conference finals for the Heat was a success this season. But I, I feel like they can win, just like I felt like FAU sure. could win. Yeah, and FAU should have won in their final four game. And, and exactly, in hindsight, when you look at the game that got played, you're like FAU should have and could have won that game. I think that's how the Heat are going to feel in this series. But you are right, and and Stone is over here, you know, smirking because it feels like we're hedging here as Heat fans. But the Heat are undermanned right now, like. Tyler Hero and but Victor they were Oladipo last year, too. Tyler Hero had his groin the entire yeah. series last year. The same cores. This is a different Celtics team. This is a different Celtics team in the fact also. that they have Brogdon off the bench Okay, now Brog- yes, Brogdon's with, helpful. Yeah, Brogdon's Derek, helpful. And Derek White's had a full season with them now. But Derek White, Derek White was good against the Heat yeah, last year in the Eastern the, Conference. The five final. that Missoula's throwing out there is the same exact five that got them to the finals last year. But he, starting Robert Williams and just, Al Horford at the four and the five. This is the same squad. That. He just switched yeah, that he because did. he was starting Derek. So that was an adjustment he Listen, made to get past the Sixers. If we're going to go compare and contrast, though, okay? Like, the Heat don't have P.J. Tucker compared to last year. They don't have Tyler Hero. They didn't have Tyler Hero. Um, but the Celtics, yes, they've added Brogdon to the roster. I understand that. Six man of the That year. said, I mean, Eric Spolstra versus Joe Missoula. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to trust anywhere that there's an advantage in this series, it's going to be Spo finding a way to isolate Tatum, finding a way to isolate Brown, trying to figure it out. Kevin Love, and this isn't an original thought that I'm bringing up here, but Kevin Love is going to be huge in this series. I, I hate to say it, but... The heat go as Kevin Love goes as far as con- contributions are concerned. Problem. And that, Jimmy's ankle. So, this, listen to what you just said. I, and again, I still think the Heat can win. But who's more in, I mean, defensively, obviously, P.J. Tucker more impactful. But offensively, Kevin Love is so much more of a benefit than P.J. Tucker. This is true. But when you're going up against Tatum and Brown and Brogdon, you, you need some people that... Theo, let me cook. Okay. Just let me cook. Let me believe. All right, Chef Kenny. ESPN Analytics, by the way, uh, gives the Celtics a 97% chance of winning this series. That's just stupid, though. I'm bookmarking the hell out of That's that so on Twitter. Stupid. I can't wait to come back to that. Doesn't pass the smell test no. to me. 97-3? Uh-uh. Doesn't pass the smell test. And uh, if you're having trouble smelling, sniffing, anything, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. ENT extraordinaire, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, based out of Boynton Beach. Decades, Dr. Neil Goldhaber has been serving this area. If you have nose problems, ear issues, throat concerns, snoring problems, it's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Dr. Goldhaber, I love you. The Knicks had to go. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. He is a diehard New York fan, huge Knicks fan. And again, my condolences, but I don't feel that badly. But Dr. Neil Goldhaber, despite the fact that his basketball senses are a little bit off, he is going to take care of your smelling senses, your hearing senses, your taste senses, and he's going to make sure you can sleep better if you're a massive snore or someone you know is a big-time snorer. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. The man, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. When we come back, what in the hell is Ja Morant doing? He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.